0: In the aftermath of a bitter breakup, the wounds of a shattered love affair can leave deep scars on the hearts of both parties. Their once blissful union had crumbled, leaving behind a trail of broken promises and shattered dreams. In this case, she has had enough of the emotional and physical abuse she had suffered throughout their relationship. She had no idea what her actions would lead her to. This is her story. I This is Late Night Mysteries Void deck, typically a bustling communal area, seemed desolate and empty at this time of night. After the heavy rain earlier, it took an even more somber demeanor, a feeling that seemed to match Aini's mood that night. She had been there for the past hour arguing with Hadi. This latest incident seemed to tighten her resolve to just end their relationship once and for all. She took a deep breath and turned to face him. That handsome face which had made her fall so hopelessly in love with during their school days was dark and angry. She could see his jaw clench tightly. The muscles visibly pulsating with the intensity of his anger. Instead of flinching like she always did, she held her ground and stood in front of him, daring him to look her squarely in the eyes. Are you sure this is what you want? Aini had known him long enough to know his mind games. She had expected Hardy to guilt trip her into apologizing As it happened many times before, she would be one tearfully admitting that she was at fault and begging him to take her back. But not this time. Yes, this is what I want. I have had it and the way it's been going on now, I don't think we will be happy if we were to proceed with the wedding. I can't see myself with you anymore. She slid off the engagement ring from her finger. A ring that was supposed to be a symbol of love, commitment and the promise of a lifelong partnership. It had weighed heavily on her finger these past few months and she had come to bitterly resent it from the way Hadi had repeatedly abused her. She placed it beside Hadi on the stone bench where he was seated and took a few steps backwards. This time, Hardy lifted his head and looked at her directly in her eyes. Fine, do whatever you want, I don't care anymore. But remember, you better watch your back. His words rang in her ears ominously, but she held her ground. He snatched the ring from beside him, clutching it angrily in his fist, and stood up. Aini took a step back, half expecting him to strike her but instead he gave her a final look of contempt before walking away. She stood rooted to the spot, making sure he disappeared from her side before her legs gave way and she crumbled near the stone bench as a mix of emotions flooded through her. sensation on her face she switched on the lights and was horrified to see her red swollen face staring back at her maybe I ate something that causes this allergy hopefully it will go away soon surprisingly though The doctors could not find anything wrong with her. They ended up prescribing some soothing medication to ease her pain. The strange incident did not end there. A week after her sudden flare-up, she was awakened in the middle of the night by a noise coming from her window, a knock knocks? This is the sixth floor. How could someone stand outside the house and knock on my window? As she laid in bed, a sudden sharp knock pierced the stillness of the night. Her breath caught in her throat and her body tensed, every nerve on edge. Fear gripped her heart, tightening its hold with each passing second. She could not remember how long she stayed awake as the series of knocks continued before falling into an exhausted sleep. Madam City knocked on Aini's door It had been two weeks since Aini refused to leave her room because of the terrible swelling on her face. The family had thought it was just a case of bad allergies, but Madam City was worried it could be something more sinister than that. There were nights when Aini would scream for no reason, insisting that there was someone else in her room. One time, she was complaining of worms all over her room when there were, in fact, nothing of that sort. Aini, wake up. Come eat something first. Aini remained bundled up in bed. She seemed to be in a deep slumber. Madame City stared at her daughter helplessly, wiped a single tear from her cheek, and quietly left the room. That evening, Aini was awakened yet again. An air of dread consumed her. With a trembling gasp, she jolted upright, her eyes widening in sheer terror. At her bed was a hideous woman, her twisted form illuminated by a pale, ghostly glow. <sighs> Paralyzed by fear, she could do nothing but watch as the apparition bent over her bed, its eyes boring deep into her, its mouth impossibly wide as it twisted into a grotesque grin as its hollow eyes locked onto Aini's. Aini's screams brought her parents rushing into her room. They found her trembling on her bed, unable to articulate the horrors she had witnessed. Hey, we have to get help dear. Something has to be done. We can't just stand here and watch this. Madam City said to her husband. Overwhelmed by a wave of helplessness, she could do little more than hold her daughter close as Aini mumbled incoherently, her voice cracking under the weight of the unexplained encounter. They could not make out a word of what she was trying to say and as they looked at the state of their daughter's suffering, they vowed to find answers, to seek solace and understanding for their daughter's sake. Closing the door to Aini's room, Madam City joined her husband in the living room where he sat on the sofa lost in his thoughts. Do you think it's Hardy who did this to her? This thing never happened to us before. It started almost immediately after she broke up their engagement. Hey, eh, I needed mention that he had warned her to watch her back. We cannot blindly accuse others, Siti. While I don't really approve of that boy, I have to accept their relationship if it makes her happy. And since it didn't work out, we just have to forgive and move on. But whatever happened to Aini, we cannot immediately start pointing fingers. Madam City huffed with disdain. She hated the fact that her husband refused to see the obvious and chose to see good in others. Her thoughts were interrupted by a greeting from outside the house. It was her husband's uncle Wahasan, whom they had invited over. With him was a young man whom Wahasan introduced as his assistant. The healing session was about to begin. Madam City's heart clenched yet again as Aini's scream reverberated through the very walls of their home. She watched as her husband pinned the struggling Aini down. The girl's eyes were bloodshot and reamed with tears, reflecting the fierce battle raging within her. Sweat glistened on her forehead as she fought against the insidious force that sought to consume her. As the session reached a critical juncture, Wahasan stood tall. Go back! Return to the one who sent you! He thundered, each word punctuated with unwavering resolve as he invoked the divine names, calling upon the higher powers to sever the bond between the demon and its malevolent master. And then, as if compelled by an unseen force, Aini let out a guttural howl of anguish The presence that had plagued her began to recede, gradually losing its hold. She slumped forward, exhausted by the ordeal. Uh, will she be okay after this? Who would do such a thing to us? Mr. Zyron asked his uncle as they congregated near the lifts outside his flat. Though he was thankful and hoped that Aini would heal. He was also angry and curious at the same time. It's not surprising in this day and age that people will start resort to this. For now, let's not dwell on revenge and hatred. Focus on forgiveness and spiritual growth instead, and everything else will fall into place. Wahasan refused to disclose the identity of the perpetrator behind the malevolent black magic that had wreaked havoc in the family's life these past weeks. Mr. Zyron knew better than to insist on an explanation. He thanked both men and walked back into his flat, relieved that it was finally over and that Aini should be on the road to recovery. It was not long before they discovered that it was indeed Hadi's family that had cast this evil deed on them. His mother and aunt had been struck by a mysterious illness and his aunt had died not long after. begged for their forgiveness. He could not bear to see his mother suffering any longer. Aini and her family just wanted to move on with their lives and forget about the unhappy episode. They accepted his apologies and cut off ties with him. progress prevail it is disheartening to acknowledge that some individuals still choose to embrace the dark arts of black magic reveling in the allure of power and control over others their thirst for dominance and revenge fueled by jealousy did not deter them from inflicting harm on their unsuspecting victims let's just pray that we are always protected from such evil. I am Raith. Once again, thank you for listening and I'll see you in the next podcast.